Well, good morning, one and all. Welcome into uh, the Wealth Guardians Radio Show. I'm your host today, Doug Ray, and of course, your co-host is Bryce Payne, right with me in studio. Hey, Bryce. Good morning, Doug. How you doing? We're doing great. I know you're doing good because you still got a football team in the uh, game. <laughs> yes, we do. We certainly do. Looking forward to that game. Doug Absolutely. is a, folks, if you didn't know this, which uh, you should, Doug is not just a uh, Panthers fan, but he is a Green Bay Packers fan as well. So he is happy as a clam right now. I, being a Bronco fan, uh, haven't been happy in years. Well, listen, the 70s and 80s were like that for Packer fans, too. But, uh, you know, you and I were talking before the show today. Wouldn't it be really cool if we had a Green Bay, Kansas City Super Bowl? Oh, I'm keeping my fingers crossed for that. As, yeah. I, as I joke with you, uh, if that happens they're gonna ha- and uh, Kansas City wins, they're going to rename the Lombardi Trophy to the uh, – uh, what's the Kansas City Chiefs? Uh, I just said it. Andy Reid? No, it's not going to happen. They're not going to name it that? <laughs> no. All right. So it'll always be the Vince Lombardi Trophy? It's well, anyway. It's always going to be that. Yeah, well, definitely keeping keeping my fingers crossed for you, buddy. All righty. Super. Well, as we always do, let's uh, let's reach out and say thank you uh, to all of our our service members, veterans, first responders, all of you. Thank you so much for your service, what you do for us. We Really, can't thank you enough. Absolutely. And you've all probably got somebody in your family who's out there or a friend who's out there who's serving right now. Thank you, folks. We do appreciate it. Doug, you served in the Navy. Thank you for your service on top of that. All right. Uh, Doug, I uh, before we get started here on the show, uh, I noticed that you're wearing the uh, Christmas gift. Yeah. I got you there. I got, I got Doug Little... Uh, classic radio microphone uh, cufflinks, and he's wearing those today for good luck for the show, I guess. But, uh, Doug, you know, I mentioned to you uh, on the last time we were recording that I'm looking for a hobby to take up because I wanna, when I get home in the evenings, I want to do something besides just turn the TV on. And uh, so I've been thinking about it, been struggling this for a couple of months. and It's knitting, right? You're yeah, the, I'm going to do crocheting, yeah. yeah. No, um, and I, what I was debating on was uh, woodworking or whittling because I have a brother-in-law who is, does, is fantastic in that. In fact, he's got something in the um, one of those Ripley's Believe It or Not uh, museums up north. Uh, he's done something that's quite amazing. So I thought, yeah, maybe I could do that. But I've actually settled on something. I haven't told you this yet, and you're going to get a chuckle out of this. I'm sure I will. But uh, I I, when I was in high school, I was in the marching band. I went to military school, Wentworth Military Academy in uh, Missouri. You played the tuba, right? I didn't play the tuba. No, (laughs) I played percussion. And even when I was in college, I took uh, drumming lessons. And so I've decided I haven't done that in years. I want to get back into it. There's a little bit of physical activity, too. It's not not great, but it it gets your heart going a little bit. So I have gone out and bought myself an electric drum set so it can be quiet Mm. around the house. And I can drum along to uh, my favorite Neil Peart or uh, John Bonham tunes there. So uh, that's what I am in the process of picking up now. So I did my research. So I'm going to start. Uh, you'll start seeing the arms a little bit bulkier here in the next <laughs> in the next couple of days. <laughs> well, that sounds good. I, I would have never. I know. I know you wouldn't have. But that's uh, yeah. It's fine. I enjoy doing that. So All cool. right. So Doug, uh, our show today, uh, the first segment, we're going to talk about uh, taxes in retirement, and uh, we've got some workshops coming up on that. And then our second segment, we're going to do questions of the uh, month from our listeners. So. Start us off here, Doug. Um, let's start off talking about the dates, just so people can start yeah, writing those um, down. So the dates are, are quickly upon us. It's uh, Tuesday, uh, January the 26th, Thursday the 28th, and then I think Tuesday, the February the 4th, all at 6.30 in the evening at Clemens, uh, the Broy Hill. And um, we are very, very, very restricted on seating. Uh, right now, according to the governor, we can only have 10 of you in attendance 
Uh, there's going to be social distancing, masks must be worn, that kind of thing. But please come. We're going to try to touch on tax topics. We're getting a lot of calls about that. Uh, it's a lot of concern, people yeah. out there right now. We've got a new administration, yeah. and the Democrats tend to be a little bit more pro-taxes than the Republicans do. Maybe a little bit is an understatement. Yeah. And uh, so people have some concerns out there, and that's what this show is going to be talking about is taxes and retirement. And you know, I'll say if you if you don't have a tax mitigation plan, you don't actually have a retirement plan. That's exactly right. So again, it's uh, the 26th Tuesday, Thursday the 28th, Tuesday the 4th. Uh, all at the Broy Hill. Call us at 336-391-3409 to reserve your seating. 336-391-3409. So, Doug, give us a little bit of a, of a taste of what we're going to be talking about here that uh, listeners might uh, get a, a feel for. It. Yeah, we're going to talk about what uh, the Biden administration has uh, put forth in terms of uh, their tax code, what they plan to do. Uh, I will say this right up front. There's not going to be any changes this year. Most likely uh, not. This year gives us the opportunity to do some forward tax planning because there's not going to be any changes. But we have had a lot of calls from folks, listeners, as well as clients, very concerned about what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even had a call from one fella who was scared to death the Biden administration was going to confiscate his 401k <laughs> or his IRA. And I can tell you that ain't going to happen. There's not even any plans for anything like that to happen. Now, will they tax it? Yeah, oh, yeah, they'll tax it. They've always taxed it. You know, if you look at your 401k, you can probably safely assume about a third of that is going to go to Uncle Sam That's over right. your lifetime. That's right. Don't look at the, if you got $100,000 in there, look at it as only $66,000 to be safe. So taxes are going to go up. There's no question about that. Uh, what Biden uh, has proposed is increasing the corporate tax rate, uh, increasing estate taxes, whether they increase the rate or they cut the uh, estate tax uh, uh, mm-hmm. limits back. Uh, it could take any form of that. Different, different ways to do it. Yeah. But from what they're talking about so far, at least, it doesn't look like it, that would impact the average Joe out there. These are more high-end individuals or corporations yeah the average person out there our average client our we call them our mom and pop usa client are probably not going to be touched by this stuff Um, a couple things to consider though for mom and pop usa and that's you folks listen to us is your medicare premiums on parts b and d Mm -hmm. Uh, they could run afoul of the irma tax and the irma tax basically comes in at certain income thresholds two years prior to you filing for uh, Part B and D. Right. Now, one of the cool things we did uh, during the holiday breakdown is we invested in some software. I love software. Don't you love software? I I, I love learning the new software. Once I've learned it, I love it, but I hate the learning curve of new software. This is cool stuff. Yeah, it is. We, We can take your 1040 return, scan it into a PDF, And this software will read every single line of your 1040 return in about a minute. And then what it does is it sits there and it crunches the numbers and it spits out a report that basically gives us an idea of how you can improve for next year your tax return. It'll tell you if you're going to be running afoul of the IRMA tax on Medicare Part B and D. It'll give us an idea if a Roth conversion is something you ought to think about. And if so, 
exactly how to do it. It is really, really cool stuff. So if you're interested in, in having that uh, tax planning preparation, we offer this free, no obligation. In fact, we'll put it in the entire retirement planning package for you. And we've talked about what we do many, many times on this show. It is a thorough retirement plan. Holistic. I mean, completely holistic. You will walk away from us after about four meetings with a binder that's probably 100 plus pages thick that goes over Social Security. It analyzes your risk tolerance. It analyzes the risk in your portfolio. It calculates the fees for you. Analyzes Social Security. Analyzes Social Security. And we also now will include this tax planning software for you. So again, take us up on this offer. <laughs> you got nothing to lose. Other, you just, it's, you're just investing a little bit of your time, and you're going to come away with, with a lot of answers that you didn't have prior. Yeah. yeah so you know, call us. Set us up at uh, 336-391-3409. We can do this work uh, in our office. We can do it uh, on the phone, or we can do a go-to meeting with you virtually, however you want to do it. It's, it's fine by us. That, that now, I think, takes up the number of reports that we do in that binder at meeting four that we hand over to somebody. I think that now takes it up to nine reports that we're doing if we're including this new tax. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's uh, analysis as well. I don't know where you're going to get a more thorough review of your retirement. I, I really don't. Let alone at no cost. Yeah, at no cost. I mean, other advisors across the nation, and I know many of them, will charge you a thousand bucks to do this kind of work. I really. work with those advisors. <laughs> All right. Uh, one more time, uh, our uh, retirement uh, taxes and uh, retirement workshop is going to be Tuesday the 26th, Thursday the 28th, Tuesday the 4th at the Broyhill, all 6.30 in the afternoon. Seating is limited. So call us, 336-391-3409. Bryce, you got a trivia question? I do have a trivia question for us. Now, there could be no end to the types of political or uh, American history questions that I could ask right around this this time period. But I want to step away from that, just uh, take a breather from that for this week. And uh, one of my favorite movies, we're going to move to pop culture for this week. <laughs> one of my favorite movies of all time, whenever it's on, uh, I, I don't turn it off. I'll just sit there and, and keep it on and either in the background or sit down and really watch it. It came out 30 years ago in, uh, in, in, a, in a week or two. And that movie came out February 14th, 1991. Silence of the Lambs. Oh, okay, yeah. Silence of the Lambs. Now, what's unique about this film is it won Best Actor, Anthony Hopkins, Best Actress, Jodie Foster, Best Picture, and Best Director, Jonathan Demme, I believe is how it's pronounced. There is only one other film in modern film cinema, modern, modern cinema history, that shares that, that honor of winning Best Picture actor best actress best picture and best director there was a third film back in silent movie days we won't talk about that one but in modern history you've seen it i've seen the other film everyone's seen it everyone who's seen it loves it what is the other film out there that won best actor actress picture and director good question all right folks you think about that and we will come back to you on the other side of the break with that answer and with listener questions hang tight with us folks hey 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 welcome back to the wealth guardians radio show You've got Doug Ray in Chair 1 and Bryce Payne in Chair 2 here. Thank you for sticking around through the break for us. Folks, if you're out there listening and you've got five to seven years until you're ready to retire and you want to confirm that you're making the best decisions for retirement, 
Well, we offer a no-cost, no-obligation second review. We tell that to you here every week so that you can learn how to retire the job and keep the paycheck. Also, what I tell you every week is all you got to do is pick up the phone and dial these numbers, 336-391-3409. We'll get Joy or Lynn on the phone, and we'll get you scheduled to come in, or we can do it virtually uh, in this uh world of 2020, 2021. If you don't want to come in, we can do it uh, via GoToMeeting as well. So 336-391-3409. We'd look forward to sitting down with you and seeing what services we can provide. Now, if you were listening on the first part of the break, we asked a trivia question. And it was 30 years ago, uh, right about now, that Silence of the Lambs was released in February 14th, 1991. It won Best Actor, Anthony Hopkins, Best Actress, Jodie Foster, Best Picture, and Best Director, Jonathan Demme. My question to you and Doug was, there's only one other film out there that shares that honor. What other film in modern cinema history shares that honor of Best Actor, Actress, Film, and Director? Doug, you had a guess over the break. Well, I got a question first. Okay. What do you consider modern? I mean, you're only 50-something. I mean, how far back can we go? Oh, let's, let's go back to the 40s. The 40s. Okay. Well, that takes my guess away. I was going to say Gone with the Wind, but... When did Gone with the Wind come out? 30-something. Did it? Yeah. Okay. No, it wasn't Gone with the Wind. No, that's, a, that's a great guess. It is not Gone with the Wind. Uh, let me give you a clue here. Think Jack Nicholson. Oh, 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 oh. Think 60s. Gosh, he did so many good movies. Think Danny DeVito and Jack Nicholson. Okay. Uh, okay. I, it's on the tip of my tongue. One. Flew over the cuckoo's nest. There you go. Yeah. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah. Best actor, Jack Nicholson. Best actress, Estelle Louise Fletcher, who uh, played uh, Nurse Ratchet, one of the most evil villains in cinematic history. And uh, the director was Milo's Foreman. So those are the two films in modern history that have won Best Actor, Actress, picture and director so i'm looking forward to now sitting down to celebrate and watching uh both of those here and just uh, absorbing them in all right Super. yeah well uh folks that's our trivia question give yourself a pat on the back if you got that let's move on to our second segment here and this is time now for listener questions and we're going to start off with somebody in yadkinville albert in yadkinville says doug should i start my social security at 62 to help pay off my house before I retire. Now, that's interesting. Doug, there's a lot of reasons that you would want to file early. There's a lot of reasons that you wouldn't want to file early, particularly if you don't have to. But uh, Albert here has a specific goal in mind, paying off his house before he retires. You know, I really like this question. Yeah, it's he's, it's not just a vague. He's got a specific he's got uh, a goal intention. In mind. Yeah. You know, but our favorite answer to all these questions yeah. is it depends, it right? Do, it does depend. And it does depend on a lot of things here. I mean, you know, is he still working? Is he is he over the uh, earnings test income limits? Um, mm, you know, that's a good one. You know, how is it going to fit if he pays off his house with his overall retirement plan? When's he going to retire? What's the interest rate he's got on the house? Exactly. I mean, should he refinance and not pay it off? I mean, Would, a lot of things. Are, are you married? Is a key one too. If, exactly. If there's a chance that his spouse passes, uh, if he passes away before his spouse. The longer he waits, uh, the bigger um, Social Security checks you might inherit. So in short, I like the idea of getting your mortgage paid off before you retire. That's, everybody That's goes, key. That is key. Everybody goes in retirement debt-free. has got a big, big, big leg up yep. on retirement. On the other hand, there's a lot of moving parts here. So, you know, uh, Albert, I'd invite you to come in and let's do a f- – thorough retirement plan for you so we can really answer this question and we will uh, we do answer that question for a lot of people they we do give them the answers to whether or not they should file early or at least 
show them all the numbers so they can make the decision themselves. You know, I had another question. We're talking about Social Security right now um, from a client who's a business owner, and he, he says he's planning on waiting till 70 to take Social Security. Really no plans to retire. And he said, should I, and, and, and what's the best way of doing it? Well, I happen to know this fellow is divorced, and I emailed him back, and I said, well, maybe the best step is to file for your divorce spousal benefit when you turn full retirement age, collect that, and mm-hmm. then turn on your uh, age 70 benefit. Let it get all those delayed credits. So he emails me back. He says, What's a divorce spousal yep, benefit? Yep. <laughs> a lot of people don't know what that is, but uh, we've got some people we're working with right now who um, we're figuring out that uh, she should have filed for spousal uh, ex-spousal benefits uh, three years ago. Yeah, and has it, and she's in a great. Rela- I mean, she's in a relationship now, but she still has a good relationship with her ex-spouse. So there's no reason that she couldn't get the key information from him. Yeah. She just wasn't aware of it, unfortunately. Yeah. And if you miss that opportunity, folks, you can only go back about three months. You can't go back years and undo that mistake. Social Security office is not going to let you. Well, Albert, good question. Uh, bottom line is, we can help you get that answer. We would just have a lot of questions to ask you and put all the puzzle pieces together. But uh, thank you for that, and uh, hopefully we hear from you, and you'll uh, uh, come in and see us. So, Doug, our next question is uh, from Diana in Germantown, and she says, Doug, I've heard about a strategy using life insurance to create income for yourself in retirement. Is this a legitimate strategy? Well, you know more about this than I do, Doug, but yes, it is. So from the boy from Colorado, the way we in these parts say Germantown, we say Germantown. 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 Okay. Okay. Very legitimate strategy. In fact, I've got one. My wife has one. We have several clients that have them. Uh, You may have heard radio commercials uh, such as Bank on Yourself. It's the Mm -hmm. same concept. And I think it even makes uh, the, the concept, the idea even more appealing as we go into this new administration. We talked in the first part of the show about taxes going up. What you do is you build a cash value life insurance plan, uh, heavy on the cash value side and as light as you possibly can on the death benefit side. Now, you got to stay within a certain uh, corridor, if you will, between cash value and death benefit uh, to meet the government requirements. But that cash that you build up over time, you can indeed borrow it out tax-free. You'll never have to pay it off because the death benefit ultimately pays it off for you. You can use it to buy a car. You can use it to supplement your retirement. I told you guys on this radio show a few weeks ago, I used it as a down payment to buy a condo up in the mountains uh, last year. And uh, you can do anything you want to with it. It's tax-free as long as you follow the proper guidelines. And these have a name. They're called LERPs, Life Insurance Retirement Plans. But they're specially built, a special kind of life insurance Term won't do it. Uh, Guaranteed universal life won't do it. You have to have a certain type of life insurance plan. And if you're interested, why not give us a shout and uh, we'll talk about it. Very good. All right, Diana, thank you very much. If you do want to give us a call, 336-391-3409, we'd love to hear from you and uh, maybe uh, run you some illustrations on that or anything else that we think might be advantageous for you. Doug, we are now going to Victoria in what uh, this guy from Colorado believes is pronounced High Point. <laughs> you got that Did one Did I get right. that one right? You Great. got that one. All right. Uh, Victoria says, Doug and Bryce, uh, my husband wants to leave a lot of money to the kids, but I've worked hard to be able to retire. 
and I don't want to scrimp and save the rest of my life. What do you see as a reasonable amount to leave as a legacy? Oh, boy, that's a loaded question. Yeah. What do you see as a reasonable amount to leave as a legacy? What is uh, Warren Buffett leaving to his kids as a legacy? I think nothing, right? Very, very little. Yeah. Yeah. So he worked for himself. They've got to work for themselves. You know, it's interesting how our job sometimes crosses from being financial consultants to marriage consultants. Yes. Yeah, we we joke about that a lot, don't we? (laughs) Yeah, and this one is a, you know, I hate to tell you this. This is something you guys got to work out on your own. There is no reasonable number out there. Uh, I mean, it's whatever you want to do. You know, we have people coming in here all the time saying, hey, listen, I came into this world with nothing on, and I'm going to leave it with nothing on. That's right. On the other hand, we have people like your husband who says, I'm going to leave just about everything to the kids. So, well, I guess one question I'd ask for Victoria is how old are the kids? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if they're if they're younger, yeah, maybe you leave them a little bit more so they can get themselves through college or whatnot. But if they're grown and professional and they're married or about to be married or, or have kids themselves, families themselves, is there a need to leave them anything? That, or here's another idea. Enjoy your money, but why don't you buy second-to-die life insurance policy to leave to the kids tax-free? It's a lot better way of doing that, leaving a legacy for the kids, than just putting that money aside. If you want to leave each kid $100,000, please don't put $100,000 into a CD or a checking account and just leave it be. There are better ways to provide $100,000 upon your passing to your kids than just putting that money aside. Yeah, you can get a what we call permanent term. It's called Guaranteed Universal Life. The premiums on it on a second to die are not as bad as you may think. And you could create a, uh, a legacy for, for the kids tax-free and, and then enjoy your own money. I mean, yeah. how simple is that? I don't know, Victoria, that we can help you figure out what is a reasonable amount to leave as a legacy. Uh, you could certainly do your research and see what the average person or Doug and I could tell you what the average person wants to leave. Uh, I would say a lot of people don't even care to leave their kids a legacy. But once you figure out what that amount is, Doug and I can help you figure out the best way to provide that amount in the end, because there are good ways to do that and not as sensible ways to do that. So right. hopefully hopefully that answers her question. Bryce, this is a great question for you. Okay. It's Ron over in Louisville. Okay. He says, I'm anticipating a market crash any day now. Oh boy. So I've got about half my IRA in cash. Yeah. That means I've got $350,000 not making any money. So I just don't want to leave it there. What should I do? Well, I would say, Ron, what, uh, obviously, if you're afraid of the market crashing, and that's why you've temporarily moved everything into cash, that might be okay for a temporary strategy. I'm talking for maybe a couple of months. But boy, do you miss out on some opportunities if you leave it there much longer than that. Even if it is only there for a few months, you might miss out on some opportunities. Think about if you had left your money in cash you moved it in 2020, at the end of March, you moved it into cash because you just weren't sure how far the market was going to drop, and you left it there for three months? Ron, you missed out, I'm afraid, uh, if you did that. So hopefully that's not what you did. There are other strategies out there that will have you protected on the downside that still has you earning interest uh, above and beyond the rate of inflation or potential gains for above the rate of inflation, yet you're still not taking market risks with it. So if that's your concern is you just don't want to uh, be susceptible to a large crash, okay, we can help you organize that. In fact, as retirement specialists, uh, Doug and I have our retirement income uh, certified professional licenses. 
if that's what your goal is, and most people who are ready to retire, that that is one of their main concerns is protecting themselves on the downside. We can help you figure out the best ways to do that. And cash is not one of those best ways. Yeah, you want to have six months of living expenses put aside. But beyond that, Doug? Give us a call and talk to Bryce about our Defensive Alpha program and our Beta Shield program. Uh, that's the ones that has a downside protection, yet uh, you're still making money in the market. And one last thing before we get out of here, folks, uh, I want to remind you we do have taxes and retirement workshop coming up uh, this Tuesday the 26th, Thursday the 28th, then February the 4th, all at 630 here in the Broy Hill in Clemens. Please call us, 336-391-3409. Seating is very limited, and uh, love to see you there. All right, folks, that's it for the show. We will see you guys next week. All right, Doug, good luck with the Packers, buddy. All righty.